What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting a Life. It's your boy Marcus with the squad, with the crew, and we're back with another episode, baby. And I'm just here to tell y'all this one is one for the books. Y'all gonna love this. I just gotta start off the day by asking how everybody's day been today. But before I do that, how has my day been today, Marcus? Okay, my day has been very, very good. Um, I've, you know, today has been kind of a short short day for me in a way um we took pathology quiz did pretty good um been happy all day you know but enough of me how your day been today jan well i gotta be honest it's something weird to me like i realized today one of my worst fears i'm just become like my dad i'm be sleeping in every little inch of the house i'm just start studying and then knock out and just i don't know i'm just tired what about you danny Excuse me, Marcus. You skipped me. That was intentional. All right. Well, anyways, uh, my day's been pretty good. Um, you know, sunny weather outside today. Um, the meteorology report is uh, 50 degrees. Um, you know, mostly sunny skies or 70 degrees. I don't know. Uh, mostly sunny skies. You know, great day to be outside. Um, but yeah, no, my day's been pretty good. Um, I uh, what did I do today? That's a great question. Oh. I had class. Um, I did. I aced my quiz. Did better on my quiz than Marcus and uh, Jan did. So that's a dub in my book. Um, and grade? my grade was actually a seven out of six. So I'm like that. Uh, Anyways, no, no, no. Give me your overall grade. Oh, my overall grade. We don't talk about it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, nah. My my day was good though. Um, I got to. I was in neurodiagnosis today, and for all for all y'all that know, I love neuro. So it was a good day because I just got to learn something new, and you know, it's just always good to learn something new every day. Anyways, enough about me. How about you, Alex? How was your day? Um, my day was great. I woke up this morning um, when the sun rose, and I had a beautiful morning. Um, I did not go to class because I don't have class on Fridays. But I went and had sushi with my brother. He's visiting. And yeah, so just been chilling. It's been great. Like, I'm glad that you brought your brother up. Like, he, um, I actually got a chance to meet him, guys. Um, his name is Nico, by the way. Got a chance to meet him for the first time when he got here. And I can tell you, like, they, they truly are brothers. They look just alike. Um, the only, like, the only difference is, is the size that, you know. But what? The, whoa, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> That's, 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 you know. Anyways, today we have a very, very special guest. And I'm telling y'all, y'all are going to love this one. Evan Green, how are you doing today, man? Not too bad, Lamarcus. Not too bad. Do I tell how my day's been? Oh, yeah. How your day been? Okay, well, on the way to work, I ran over a cat. <laughs> It's fine though. Came, took a quiz, did okay. Went home for lunch, found something in the back of the fridge that was a little green and fuzzy, but I didn't realize that till after I started eating it. Still feel okay. <laughs> Not sure, but yeah, that's been my day. Got a little sun, super sunny out. UV is only like one though, so I don't know if that's gonna do anything, but yeah, pretty good day overall. And now I get to be here to do this, so I'm excited. I, I, I got a really big question that I'm sure everybody that listen that's gonna be listening in is gonna want to know this. Did you? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Did you eat the cat that you ran over? No, it was just like a quick. Uh, what do you call it? 
It was like a quick, like, just, like just speed bump that you just oh, ignore. Oh, okay. That, that's called a hit and run. <laughs> oh, oh, hit and run. We, we learned about that in uh, chiropractic school. Those are our PI cases. Right, right, right. So there was no fixing that cat's back. There was no fixing that cat's back. I understand. I apologize. So the green and fuzzy was the main dish. The cat was a side dish. I think it was like two week old mac and cheese, but I couldn't be positive. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, guys. Well, I feel okay, so it's probably <laughs> fine. Building up antibodies and all that. I like it. Well, guys, I just want to start off the day by kind of asking you, uh, asking you, Evan, what, why chiropractic? What made you choose chiropractic? Um, I think the main thing was I was on the pre-med track, um, getting ready to do that. I was in my junior year. I was starting to do, I was interning for this health clinic, um, shadowing some, some MDs and DOs. And I just didn't feel like that was the right route for me. Um, obviously appreciate medicine and all that it, it does. Modern medicine is probably one of the best, you know, inventions that we have, but it just didn't really connect with me and what I thought it was in terms of um, servicing and helping people get better, feel better, stay healthy, be proactive about their health. And so one of my best friends, uh, his dad was a chiropractor in the Cincinnati area where I went to school. And he's like, you know, you should go check him out. So I went in um, and immediately, like within the first probably patient or two, I, it just like clicked. I was like, this is what I wanna do. I love the doctor-patient relationship. I love that they come in with these problems, they walk out feeling better, there's no prescriptions, there's no invasiveness of the, the healthcare that they're providing. So that was really big, it just clicked with me right away when I saw it. I, I really like that you you mentioned, it, it. how can I put this? I like the fact that you mentioned patient doctor-patient interaction because I feel like that's one of the things that a lot of people don't really appreciate um, I guess when they go to a doctor and that's kind of one of the things that I noticed too when I when I would go to a, a just you know like my primary care physician um, it was always like you would get there and you would spend 10 15 I'm lying you spend 30 minutes to an hour in the waiting room waiting for your doctor to finally see you you get back there and this the nurse or I don't know I think it would be like just like one of their workers would you know come and take you back check your weight check your temperature all that stuff and then you would spend 15 minutes with them and then you would get one minute with the doctor and it would be them reading your notes and you know I, I always thought it was really cool that when I went to a chiropractor for the first time she would spend the 15 minute block with the patient there was no CA there was none of that you know middleman so I felt like I was genuinely getting what I was paying for and I know that, you know, we don't ever talk about money on this podcast or anything like that, but you really do want what you, your money's worth. Like, you know, we spend money to go to these doctors. You would want to get your, you know, your darn information from them, right? So I just, I, I, I just wanted to kind of tackle that, but that was really cool. But I wanted to ask you, has there been any chiropractors that you've maybe shadowed or looked at that you were like, you know, that what that guy does is pretty cool or? Um, there was one guy, I'm from Michigan, so back home. Uh, it was probably in like the eighth grade. I just woke up and couldn't move my neck. My mom, she's kind of tough love. So she was like, you know, you'll be fine. Just sleep on it, go to school, whatever. It's like, okay, next day, still couldn't move my neck. She's like, okay, fine. Like her brother's a chiropractor, my uncle. So she's like, okay, let's go check out the chiropractor. Um, and we go in there, super nice guy right away. 
within like he just does one manipulation on me and I have like full range of motion again um so I really liked what he did he did he did a lot of hands-on stuff I've been to a couple other chiropractors that do activator um which definitely has its benefits but I don't think that's something that I'm super interested in just because I like one of the other reasons I got into wanting to do chiropractic is the the hands-on um working with your hands aspect of it and I think the activator takes away from that a little bit um so i wouldn't say there's been one specific chiropractor that i've been totally in line with wanting to work for or loved um 100 that lines up with what i want to do but i've definitely been able to narrow down what i like seeing and versus what i might not want to have in my practice or do as much of oh thank you that's definitely great that you mentioned um the hands-on because a lot of people mm-hmm. a lot of people just like they think that they think that chiropractors are just people that just most people don't know what chiropractors actually are if i'm really being honest especially part of that is the variation yeah in chiropractic care every chiropractor is a little different Mm -hmm. you're never going to go in and get the same treatment you know exactly and the hands-on aspect of it just just kind of brings back the patient interaction um like everyone you know to a certain extent is loved by like loves being touched like in like (laughs) like it's just it's something about that connection um like people love getting hugged um you know you and that safe answer if you had a girlfriend y'all a kiss or stuff like that it's just it's it's just something about being comfortable with touching each other and it bring it brings you closer, um, not only as you know doctor and patients, but sometimes even as friends. Um, so I, I'm glad that you brought that up, and like the hands-on is definitely a big part of chiropractic because you know if you break down the word chiropractic is you know it basically means hands-on. Right. <laughs> like, so I'm definitely you know glad that you brought that up. Just for the record. I haven't had my first kiss yet, so I didn't quite get that reference you were saying, but I appreciate you throwing it in there. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, Marcus. I had no idea where you were going with the comment about about the hands-on and the touching, but I'm glad you found a way to reel it back in. Um, I, you know, as weird as it is, though, I do understand what he's saying because one of the things that they talk about a lot in chiropractic school which i feel like what kind of what marcus was kind of referencing is like get comfortable with putting your hands on people because that's going to be your job in the future um (laughs) you know like and in a sense i also do relate because the chiropractor that i worked with back home was a woman and i never had a woman doctor in my life and it's nothing against women they do a great job it was just weird to me that like okay now i have to let this woman you know touch my pelvis she's touching my butt like what what why is she doing that and it was she was an activator doc so it, she didn't do a lot of like the manual like hands-on type of adjusting kind of like how evan was saying she does more of the she does more with the instrument but there's in their analysis they do they'll you know like they move the leg in a certain position or they have you move your arm in certain positions stuff like that so but anywho it was a little weird at first so i totally get what y'all are saying like it it you need to build a trust with that person because in the end of the day if that's the one who's going to correct you know whatever subluxation or issue you may have you got to really trust him you can't just be letting them you know wham bam thank you ma'am and collect the cash on the way out you know so i totally get that um you mentioned that you're more let's say more mechan not uh instrument inclined you're more hands-on as far as your um 
you're learning with you're in, in full spine with mm -hmm. with the fellows how are you how are you liking that and what other um techniques are you thinking that you might be interested in um yeah i really like the full spine um i think there's just something like applicable about the the motion of the patient we just got over lumbars and pelvis and there's something about just figuring out the listing um, and figuring out which way you have restriction and the different mopal tests you do to figure out what the listing is and then not necessarily straightforward obviously there's a ton of different listings you have to know but it's very like logical as to what your hands and your poles or pushes should be based on the person's movements which I, I like just because um, I'm a visual person um, so I like that um, other techniques I mean we did Gonset a little bit I know that's a big one they, they do at the school um, and I think that's that's an interesting one too obviously a lot of like motion derived listings from that as well but I don't know I kind of like at a point where I'm just curious about clean slate kind of I'm just curious about curious about all of them I don't know which ones I want to pursue right, so yet let's go back a little bit where was your undergrad and why you did an undergrad um, so I went to Xavier University in Cincinnati Ohio okay. great city great school um, and my degree was actually in psychology which is not super typical of this path um, I think I've only met one other psych kid in the program but are they really? Yeah. Oh. oh, nice. There you go. Um, but like I said, I started off bio, and then halfway through my junior junior year, when I realized I want to go chiropractic, I pretty much had all the prereqs I needed for this. So, and I really like psych at the time. I had a psych minor, so I was like, I'm just gonna go all the way with this because I like that. That's really interesting. Um, I almost minored in psych but I didn't want to stay the extra semester to take the classes necessary um, and I want to just start this program so I ended up not doing it. I, I have a question for you. Why, um, how do chiropractic and psychology relate for you? Um, I think at the root of both interests are people. Um, obviously one's more of thoughts, actions, um, how they think, obviously more on the psychological aspect. But the chiropractic part is also people too, um, an interest in people. And I think obviously chiropractic versus other healthcare forms, kind of like what we were talking about with like the patient doctor relationship. I think there's a huge overlap in that patient doctor relationship that doesn't always happen in other healthcare fields or doesn't need to. Um, like you said, maybe doesn't not need to, I guess that's not the right way to put it, but like the MDs or DOs you go and see, you see them for a minute and then there's no need for a relationship. Unfortunately, they make they make a system where they don't really have a relationship. Um, it'd be great if they did, but that's just not the reality of it. Whereas in chiropractic, your whole business is, everyone that comes in is based on your relationship with them, how you treat them, your reactions to them, dealing with the you know unruly patient or the angry patient or whatever. And then keeping those patients coming back um, for the constant care that chiropractic is about and obviously word of mouth too that's huge for marketing and building your business because at the end of the day chiropractic is a big big business so I think that it's the relationship and connecting to people chiropractic more in the physical sense and then psych more in the emotional behavioral type way
I'm really, really glad you said, um, like, by being able to talk to people. Um, because a whole lot of people just are very, very scared to get out of their comfort zone. And in this and in this line of work or in this field, you have to be okay with speaking to people. You have to be okay with communicating basically chiropractic to it, like chiropractic chiropractic to to them. Because some people are very, very like skittish in if that makes sense, very, very nervous uh, to speak to people, but I'm telling you, in this field, you have to be able to speak. Like, you have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to relate to people. Um, even if you don't relate to everybody, it's something that you can find that that literally relates to somebody. And so, um, I just wanted to say, like, you was talking about being able to talk. And Danny, out of all people, that man can talk. Um, he will be talking for 20 to 25 minutes at least before you even get a word in. So I, I know that you are not pointing your fingers at me, Marcus. If there's anybody who can talk more in this podcast, there's a reason why you start off the podcast. Because then that way we get you rolling. Because you do not stop the ball once you're rolling, my boy. So They see me rolling. They hating. Okay, I'm going to take the mic. So I, I really like how y'all both talked about relationships, and I liked how you talked about just building like a rapport with the patients. Something, and this actually, this question's for all the fellas. The, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but all of, obviously y'all know, within the next year's time or so, y'all are looking at being an outpatient clinic. How do y'all plan on building relationships with people in the community, and how do y'all plan on getting patients? Because we have... As y'all know, we have to have patience to get to the program. Yes. So, do y'all have y'all have any ideas? Blackmail. He said blackmail. <laughs> no, <laughs> but in reality, uh, I'm glad you actually brought up this question. Um, actually, starting to get patience starts now um, because at the end of the day, you speak to people each and every day. People people come to you because they trust you. People don't just come to people just to be like, you know what? I think today I'm gonna go and let him touch my neck. Like I I think I'm gonna let him adjust me. Like today that that ain't how that ain't how this works. Um, which is you know the good thing about talking to people. But when once you build that relationship uh, with even younger classmen, uh, upperclassmen, um, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, people are pe people. Are people and if you treat them right and you make sure everyone is always you know up to up to par and you make sure everybody feels really really good about themselves at the end of your conversation, then you done built the relationship right then and there because you you are not just looking for uh, patients to go get to get money off of. You're looking for patients to help. You're looking for people to take out the time and make sure they, you know, they're healthy enough to go out and play with their future kids, you know, because a lot of people, you know, in this program don't have kids yet, but I'm saying, talking about future kids. And so, being able to go home and just chill with their parents, being able to go home and tell their parents about chiropractic, and that's the thing, you don't necessarily have to sell it once, once you have uh, like patients in, they gonna sell it for you because you're gonna do such a damn good job that you make sure that they wanna bring their parents, they bring their grandparents. You wanna make sure that the, everyone stays healthy in their family. I don't even. I, I, Marcus just destroyed yeah, the competition. You he went in. No. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to say something, if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah go I ahead. Just, Steal I, the mic. I was just going to cut you off, yeah. No, I, um, on a real note, there's a big 
Puerto Rican community here, and we support each other. Like once we we get there, it is. No, you don't notice. I wouldn't notice. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it, it don't matter. Now the thing is, the really is once you start speaking to people, and you know they know you know your things, you know you're doing well, uh, you're preparing yourself to be a good doctor. The lower requires is gonna you know reach out to you to get adjusted in the clinic, and then think so. If you guys need patients, just let me know. I appreciate that, Jen. Um, but you know. I don't know what I was gonna say. Yeah, um, I was trying to think of something witty, but I got my own out here. <laughs> we really don't. There's not many Cubans here in the school, <laughs> um, but I, Alex, I believe that one of the ways that I will um, that I'll get patients is kind of similar to how Marcus said, but in the sense of you know talking to people now and getting you know getting my name out there. But I think that one of the things that that I'm personally working on is my communication about chiropractic. Like I feel like right now I'm in a good place where I can communicate with people and be comfortable. My issue is being able to communicate what chiropractic is because in my head, chiropractic is a million different things. In my head, I believe that I've seen chiropractors who do NET. I've seen chiropractors who do MLS. I've seen chiropractors who do Gonstead. I've seen chiropractors who are just you know, full spine act doctors or activator. I've seen all types of you. I've seen doctors who do just nutrition. So it's like, I'm trying to narrow down where I want to tackle chiropractic, so to speak, and with, with my patients and be able to say, hey, I see, you know, I see where you are and I want to help you with this. And I'm, I think that's where my problem, my, not my problem, but I think that's where I wanna, where I'm working on now. And I think that that's what I wanna do is I wanna just be able to communicate with people and say, hey, I hear you and I'm your ally. And I want you to know that if you need help, this is what I, you know, this is what I'm willing to offer to you. Because I feel like that's just one of the things that not many people really hear nowadays. You know, you go to, like, like Evan was saying, you go to the doctor and what happens? It's, you know, I'm not saying that there's every doctor does this, but a lot of doctors, you go there and it's like, all right, here's another prescription. Here's, you know, or go see this. Let me refer you to this person and they're going to, you know, put you under surgery or it's like, let's get you under this medical intervention. And it's like, well, why don't we let the body work itself out? Sorry, I got a little passionate, but that's my, that's my thing. You all know that Danny has three names. Three names? Yeah. What's the three names? Daniel Antonio Nicolas. Ooh. Why were you looking at my vehicle license? <laughs> That's right. You were talking so much that I got bored and just went ahead and looked Did you know that his initials stand for Dan? Wow. Ooh, that's, that's short for Danny. It's full circle. <laughs> Anyways. I'm Evan, so upset about that. Uh, Evan, what? How? My middle name is James. James? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were all going around. <laughs> what um, what what would you do to bring in patients? Um, three things: one, bribes; <laughs> two, become a Puerto Rican illegally, and then I'm part of the community that Jan was talking about, and I can just get all them. Three, um, word of mouth. I'm a social guy. I like to go out, try new things, meet new people. So honestly, just that I'm I'm pretty extroverted when it comes to meeting new people and going out and trying new things. So um, honestly, I'm kind of just banking on that. Which who knows if that's a safe play or not? But yeah, definitely- I ended up on this podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like it's definitely a safe play because of the fact that you have to have communication. That's yeah. I feel like that's one of the main things you have to have to be um, a chiropractor. Like 
it's just it's it's in us. Like most people that most people that are here are not actually shy. Most of us are extroverts. It's some that are introverts, but it's a good amount of people that love talking to people. Like when I first met Danny, like I will say this, that was the most quiet like Danny I ever met when I first met him cuz he was trying to figure me out. So he only talked for 24 minutes instead of 25. Um so and then I met my boy Alex here. Alex was actually introverted. Was uh, like he was actually introverted. And so me and him literally stayed probably six feet away from each other. And we didn't speak to each other probably the first month. Like we spoke, but it wasn't, it was like very subtle. It was like, hey, hey. Well, y'all were bye. social distancing back then because it was peak COVID. Hey, we, we still are too. <laughs> <laughs> we keep, I, I stay six feet away from Marcus at all times. <laughs> But I just want to sit down and really just say thank you, you know, for, um, you know, taking out the time to come on this podcast, taking out the time to, you know, have fun with the guys, let, you know, letting us ask you these questions and kind of, you know, getting down to the basis and letting you and letting you tell who you are as a person, letting you tell how open you are to, you know, say anything. And I just want to say thank you. And I know all the guys want to too, as well. Actually, I don't. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for coming on, Evan. Appreciate it. Um, well, thank all of you guys for having me. It's been a blast. Um, it's always a pleasure. There was a funky smile when I walked in here, but other than that, it's been a great time. I'd love to come back if you have me. Yeah, for sure. Danny, next time, don't we gotta, me we gotta get time. food, too, because I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> you hungry? Yeah. I want some. Dan's supposed to cook for us next time. So uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my tacos. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we'll we'll deal with that next season. <laughs> what you guys don't have food provided? Is that not? no? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you guys for having me. I had a blast. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. And we out later. Yeah. Thank Shut you. up, Marcus. Yeah. Oh.